0: G'day everyone it's Tom here from the internal comms team bringing you another episode of the Robcast we're up to episode 11 now how are you this week Rob welcome back
1: I'm good Tom it was good to have a a bit of a long weekend and uh, catch up on things at home and uh, come back re-energised for this week
0: that's right still a bit grey and dreary in Sydney but you should be feeling at home is that right sorry
1: Tom I thought you were talking about me being grey and dreary sorry (laughs) yes as grey and dreary in Sydney yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let's get started with the questions then. The first one is from Amanda in Cleveland, and Amanda asks, uh, when replacing customers' dirty bags, Rob, which bags can we replace for free and which ones can't we replace for free?
1: It's a really good question, Tom. I think um, for, for clarity, we always imagined that the bag for life, because we said that any bag for life that wasn't fit for purpose, we'd replace free of charge. It's part of our promise at the time we launched it. So the green bags and then the 15-cent bags. I think some of the team have asked about the, the chiller bags. Um, we don't foresee uh, replacing them, and customers can replace them at their own their own need. But uh, so far, we haven't actually replaced too many bags. So I'm guessing that most customers actually bringing in cleaner bags, which is great to hear and, uh, and great to see.
0: Great, and I'm going to continue on the uh, the bags theme for a moment because last week we launched our fantastic paper bag range. Um, Lisa from Berterham is interested to know if we could ever get Australian made paper bags.
1: Yeah, it's a really good 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 question, and I think what we're trying to do actively. Right now, we've got no one in Australia that can make them in the scale we need them. Um, And to be fair, we've been working on this for a little while. So we are working with some Australian companies. I spoke to uh, the buying team yesterday. They've engaged with a couple of the companies in Australia who actually can produce them. And what we're working with them is how could we scale it up with them. Um, Not a quick fix. um, And I guess, heard overwhelmingly from the team, they'd rather see them being Australian sourced. Um, i say the team are working hard at it. And hopefully some updates come in the next couple of months. Yeah,
0: Fantastic. Sounds good. Um, now, a question on the rewards offers from Peter in Naruma. And Peter says, most offers need to be activated two hours in advance. How does this work if we're encouraging customers to activate offers in the in-store hub? Um, will they be live by the time they get to the checkout?
1: Yeah, um, it's. Um, I went and checked this with Peter's, raised the question, and it does say two, up to two hours. It's actually there for a purpose, which is it, it normally won't take anywhere near two hours. It should be almost instantaneous when you activate it. It's because of if we do things like spend $200, get 2,000 points, which we've done in the past, that has a mass uptake, and what it does is it floods the activation, so you can it can sometimes take two hours to come through. Um, the rewards team are working hard on how do we make sure that it's instantaneous, but it is relatively instantaneous at the moment in terms of customers using the hub, and the, the clear thing I'd ask everyone to try and do and our team members got the benefit of the 3,000 points to download the app, show the customer the app and explain the power of the app. Because as soon as you activate it on your phone, it's it's done um, and you can get it straight away. So, yep, a little bit to do with the hubs, um, but actually the real benefit for us is the online, uh, the rewards app. All right. Thanks, Rob. It's a good one.
0: Um, Jenny from Collingwood Park um, says her store is getting a lot of hand sanitizer each week, um, despite not selling as much or not as much as we were during COVID. Uh, are there plans to reduce the price of sanitizer to help clear this excess stock?
1: Yeah, I spoke to the buying team. Um, I actually got Sarah O'Brien speak to speak the buying team at this particular point. Um, we're trying to measure. We're going to measure what stocks we're in stores, and we are looking at which lines we're we going to keep permanently, which lines we're we going to um, clear through, and I mean more through in the next next week or so. Tom, it's it seems to be isolated to certain stores rather than it's wholesale and uh, obviously as each state comes off COVID-19 restrictions there's less probably a a lessening of demand so we're trying to monitor that as well Um, but we're aware of it we're going to deal with it um, but it just may take a few weeks to work through
0: great all right thank you Um, the next question comes from Scott who's one of our new bakery managers and Scott would like to know is there a way we could get the dating of stock to connect with the out of date function in the RF units as this is currently extremely time-consuming.
1: Yeah, it's it's a really good point, and we've we've got to look at things in the future that go end to end that you solve a problem. You if you do a piece of work, it connects to something else. Um, our own systems at the moment are quite limited. We we um, we date code, and then we put it in the five five one. The data bars; it's those we'll see soon, which is almost like a um, a different code on the product. It's not you know normal barcode. It's a it's a two D uh, code. Uh, allow us to track dates and make sure we can't sell anything at a date. Fine enough, and I was on LinkedIn the other night, and I got contacted by a company, an Israeli company, who claimed to have found a way to to do end to end on markdowns and proactive pricing. So there's a lot of activity with technology out there to solve this. So we are looking at different ways of doing it. It's not a straightforward fix because anything we do has to has to be tested and integrate with our systems. But we we do know when you take away some of the clunkiness of what we do.
0: Great. Thanks, Rob. Um, the next question comes from Ashley, who's in our Cumberland Park store. And Ashley wants to know what some of the rules are around stickers on our name badges. Could Ashley cover half her name with a sticker?
1: Um, we don't want to. We've had a lot of conversation with name badges, Tom, and you'll be part of this because we've talked about it as well. Um, at Christmas, we send out a sticker for, for the, uh, Christmas, the WAPO, which is a Christmas uh, version of it. And I still see some people in Norwest wearing the Christmas WAPO today other than that, we'd like to keep it free. Um, there are SDA badges which are uh, go below the, uh, the name badge, which are a bit, um, no one deserves a serve, and we've absolutely said that's fine. But to stick other stickers over it, we'd really like to keep it clear and pure. And one of the things we've tried to say is, whether you're Brad, um, uh, the CEO, or you're the team member in Cumberland Park on check, everyone's got the same badge. It's not different, and we just have that uniformity. And I'd ask that everyone respect that.
0: Brilliant. All right, last question for you, Rob, for this week. Um, the team would like to know if the ten percent discount would be extended permanently for the team in
1: the future. I think it's it's, it's another good question. What it shows is that we monitor. We, we're looking at usage and uptake on on team discount, and it's been extended again. Um, I think is in recognition of, um, of of our team, and the current economic climate. It's a group-wide decision, so I think Karen and Brad would make that decision. Uh, but it's certainly up for uh, discussion, and I don't—I haven't got a firm yes or no answer. But it's certainly something that I know that uh, Brad and Karen are considering uh, on a go for for the group. Um, but I can't say when we'd have a definitive answer to. Them. Beautiful.
0: All right, Rob. Is there anything you just want to close out for for this week? No,
1: just again, uh, just to say thanks to the team. I know it's been—we're um, coming towards the end of the financial year. And Claire and I will give you an update later um, about and a reflection on the year but again, take, if you take five minutes and reflect on what this year has, has brought this financial year, it's been um, really significant and really we couldn't have got through it without our store teams and I know that uh, Brad and Karen's announcement um, and there's been some discussion and debate about it what I'd say is we are fully uh, we fully recognise the contribution of all our team we've made some decisions about how we're going to recognise individual team members but I can say that we couldn't have got through the last 12 months without the support of everyone in the supermarkets and everyone here in the support office. And and that certainly includes the comms team, uh, Tom, who keep me uh, abreast of what's going on. So thanks to everyone. um, Have a great week. Stay safe and talk soon. Great. Thanks,
0: Tim. Speak to you soon.